Praise the Lord and welcome to iHeart Podcast with me, your host, Reverend Mario A. Najera. And today we're introducing a new segment and it is called Miracle Monday. This is where we have listeners of the podcast who have reached out to us and want to testify for the honor and the glory of God, of a miracle that God has done in their lives. So listen and be encouraged and know that God is still doing works within his people. As we hear today the miracle that Sister Unique Araaga, Apostolic Faith Center, Church in Whittier, California, has received. Sister Unique, praise the Lord and welcome. Hi, God bless you. Um, my name is Unique Arriaga. Um, I'm from Apostolic Faith Center in Uptown Whittier. Um, my pastor is Isaac Hernandez. Along his side is my dad, um, the co-pastor, Gilbert Arriaga. Um, I just wanted to share my testimony with you guys today. So um, I was born and raised in the apostolic doctrine. Um, um, I went to um, private school from like kindergarten to eighth grade till I got to high school. I started going to public school. And like every other teenager, they try to find out who they are at like a young age. Um, and I was trying to do that in church, um, trying to find and fit in in church, um, getting a relationship with God um, and like trying to figure out who he was and like how I could like connect with him. Mm-hmm. And last year around June, around the June area, um, or like early in last year, I felt a lump on my back and I play soccer. So I thought maybe like I was just being a little too rough with the girls and like maybe um, they just like bruised me being too rough, messing around, doing defense. Or maybe it was just um, a muscle that was like a little sore. So I didn't really think much of it um, till like I felt it later on, like a couple months later. Um, when I was getting out of bed, I felt a sharp pain in my back, and I felt it, and the lump was still there. Mm. So I um, told my parents about it, and um, my mom was like, oh, maybe it's just sock or something. Like, we'll just push it away. But my dad um, said, maybe we should just go check it out just in case to see if it's anything. And if it's just, like, a muscle, like, torn or something, I'll just, like, figure out what we can do to make it heal. Mm. Um, they did a couple tests. And they said, maybe it's a cyst. We want to do a couple more tests and send you to a specialist to find out what it was. And um, test results came back. And on June 23rd, they diagnosed me with cancer. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I was really struggling. Um, I didn't really have my own relationship with God. So, like, I was really, like, rebellious. I didn't really want to be in church, being a part of, like, my dad being a co-pastor, um, you all, I always felt like, oh, I had to be like this perfect little angel for mm-hmm. him and like be an example. But I didn't know how to be that because like I never had a true like relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So I'd always walk in the same way. Walked, I walked in the same way, like um, just very stubborn and like rebellious, like go to church with my arms crossed, never worship because mm-hmm. I never felt the need for it. Um, and like... We had a, when they announced at my church um, that I got diagnosed with cancer, we had a special speaker, and um, he told me he didn't know what I was going through, but he said that God is going to put you through a test to see how much you actually really love him. He -hmm. wants you to open your eyes and see who he is for yourself. And, like, I was kind of shocked. Like, I was like, whoa, like, where did that come out of? And, like... 
it was, I don't think it was a coincidence that my dad was telling me that God's going to put you through a test to like, so you can like open your eyes. And like when I was struggling and going on my little rant with my rebellious ways, my dad, um, pray to God for him to open my eyes and like wake up out of this like little days and say like she needs to find her connection with you I don't know what's going on with her but like please help her Mm -hmm. and that's when he my family found out and we got the diagnosis of cancer he was like whoa like I asked you to like open your eyes not to like give her like a disease like what's this like I'm over here praying for people with cancer and now like you're diagnosing my daughter with it Mm. he was like I don't know how I'm gonna be able to handle this like how can I be strong for her like that like that's like so like tragic Mm -hmm. so um um one of my mentors um Brooke Hernandez um she was telling me like God's like gonna use you through this like you're gonna like you need to be strong like just turn to God and pray he's like this she was telling me like this is your moment like for you to like turn to God and like for reals get your relationship with him Mm -hmm. and like stop playing church and like figure out if you want like him in your life or not and not too long after that I went to youth camp and um I had to leave early because I had to go to a specialist but um, to find out what type of cancer I actually had. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday night, I was leaving Thursday morning. Wednesday night, they asked for a special prayer for me. And um, missionary Mingo Garcia was preaching. And everything he was telling us and sharing with us and preaching us, preaching to us every night was like everything he was saying, like I was going through in like some way. Mm-hmm. Like it somehow connected to me. And like I was just like so amazed by that. And like, I was like, wow, like, I'm so glad I came to youth camp because, like, that really, like, touched my life and, like, helped molded me to who I am today. And when they prayed for me, he said that tonight, like, we're going to pray for you that everything goes well and that, like, you get healed of cancer. And um, we went to the specialist in Orange County Chalk um, Children's Hospital. And... um, I finally got my surgery on August 8th and um, my par- they said it was going to be a three hour surgery, but it turned out to be an hour and 30 minutes. And um, during that time, it was early in the morning that they scheduled my surgery. So my parents and my brother went out to eat just to waste time. <laughs> and when they got back, um, the nurse came out and was like, I've been looking for you guys like everywhere. And they're like, oh, we just want to go get a bite to eat just to waste time. And they're like, oh, well, Unique's already waking up. She's like already coming to like, would you like to go see her? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, before I take you to her room, I just want to like tell you something that was like very like odd with Unique's like tumor. And they're mm-hmm. like, what was it? And she was like, when we were actually going in to do the surgery, we like had to keep on digging through her tissue because it was like so deep. Like, and my tissue was literally sitting above my muscle in my lower back. Mm -hmm. And they said when they actually got to it, that the tumor was dead from the inside out. And that, and that all the tissue around it was dead. So if anything did spread, it all like decayed and died. And said that that was like, they were so like mind blown by that. Cause like they've never seen anything like that. And, um, when they told me that I was like, Whoa, I was like so shocked. I was like, that's like a miracle from God. Like mm-hmm. that's not just like no coincidence or anything. And, um, 
like I was researching stuff and I, when they actually told me what kind of cancer I had, they told me I had um, primary neoplasma, which is a tumor that develops in the tissue of young adults. And I was researching about like how many people like actually get cancer and stuff and just trying to like research and find more about it. And I found out that like 12.7 million people discover that they have cancer a year mm-hmm. and that 7.6 million people die this disease like yearly Mm. and like I was thinking like I could have been one of those 7.6 million Mm. like I could have like died from this tragic disease that like tears apart like so many Americans lives these days Mm -hmm. and like I'm glad that God like had mercy on my soul and used cancer as a wake-up call to turn me back to him and um I know cancer is a very tragic disease, like, it's, like, so heartbreaking, but in a way, I'm glad I got cancer, because that's how I actually learned to turn to God and, like, put Him first in my life, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's when I figured out for myself who God really were, who He was for myself, and, like, um, He healed me, and, like, um, I know if I wouldn't have got cancer. I wouldn't have been blessed with the ministries and the things that I have today, the Mm. way I've been able to talk to people and share things. Like at youth camp, I touched a couple of girls' lives that I was sharing um, a room with. Like right after they got back from camp, like almost their whole entire youth group got baptized because they said that I touched them and that if I could get through it with cancer, that anything was possible. And I was just like so honored that they got baptized because I inspired them to and I helped them get a stronger relationship with God. And like the love and support that I've gotten from people and like so many friends that I have now that I talk to and like, I never really had friends in church. I always had more friends outside of church. Mm But now I'm like more connected to people. Like I have like a strong connection with people. And now um, I actually go to a private school, um, the Family Life Center. I go to their school now and I'm really involved with like chapel and everything. And I sing on the choir there. And like God has been so amazing the way he's blessed me with everything that I have now and the way he's opened my eyes to like actually get a true relationship with him. And now that I know who he is for myself, I'm never turning back. Mm. I'm always going to serve him for the rest of the days of my life. And everything he's blessed me with is just so amazing. Like, he's turned my life around so much, and I'm so blessed. And, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Sister Yannick, that is is so powerful, and it's awesome. I I mean, I love how you said that, that. Was it the cells that were around the cancer? That yeah. yeah, that not only did did was the cancer you know destroyed, but that the cells also too like that was it like God did a co complete work and healing in your life, yeah. and and that's powerful and my God that the whole time you were just sharing that I was just had a, a smile on my face because to know the goodness and the power and the mercy of God it's so great it's so great. And thank you so much for sharing this. But Sister Unique, let me ask you, what were some of the things that inspired you? And were there verses or were were there people around you that, that kind of helped you, inspire you a little bit to kind of hold on and, and to seek God? Um, yeah, actually, um, um, some of the scriptures that um, 
came to mind when my mom was telling me to prepare was um, Jeremiah um, 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for mm. you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans um, to give you hope and a future. Um, when I was looking for scriptures, I felt like that one stuck out the most mm. because God put me through what he had to put me through to turn me back to him. And he knew by giving me cancer that I'd um, be able to like prosper in him mm. and like gain my ministries and gain my place for like him yeah. to serve him. And um, Philippians 4, 13, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like that verse, like, I don't know, like it's so amazing because like, he brought me out of cancer mm -hmm. and I didn't have to go through any treatment, no chemo or anything. Oh. Um, and I believe one of the reasons why he didn't put me through that is because he didn't want me to like cut my glory, like my hair, mm. like he wanted me to keep that. And he saw that. And, um, um, one of my mentors during this time was, um, my pastor, my youth pastor and, um, Brooke Hernandez, um, she took the time out of her days to talk to me on the phone and tell me that everything was going to be okay mm. and that I could get through this and that there's people here that love and support you and just keep trusting in God and you can get through this. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, and, and definitely the word of God, you know, brings life and, and encouragement for sure. And what, what would you encourage someone, Sister Unique, that maybe is around someone that just been diagnosed? Because one of the things I find interesting, especially being in the ministry, is um, when someone gets an ailment or, or an illness, like, for example, some type of cancer, and then some, yeah. Yeah, sometimes we, we go and, and we try to be empathetic, and, and I think we as we try to comfort people I, I believe that maybe sometimes we talk too much where instead of letting the person that's yeah. going through these things you know kind of share what they're going through or they're probably hearing the same thing we're you know we're going to pray and you know i've been prayed for 10 times already it's not that you don't appreciate it but you know it's yeah. just yeah but what what would you counsel someone that that's maybe you know uh, has a family member or a friend that's going through this what would you counsel them as far as for what can they do or is it just to listen for example what what would you say um definitely be loving and supportive mm -hmm. but don't like be like too strong on because like <laughs> you don't want to like baby them too much yeah because that's my mom was always like are you okay like mom i'm still okay i can still get a glass of water by myself <laughs> like um <sighs> Definitely um, keep trusting in God. Don't yeah. um, turn away from him and get yeah. angry at him and shake your fist like, why? Why are you doing this mm. to me? Because I believe that God puts people through things. Mm -hmm. He puts people through things because he knows he you can handle it. Mm -hmm. And by putting you through that, it'll make you even stronger and just shows like how much you're really capable of mm. that the, he could harm you, but you got through it not by yourself you did it with your pastor with your church with your family mm -hmm. by staying strong in god and not straying away from the path that he has for you mm. and i believe that um that you just need to keep trusting in god read your word and ask god like how come this is happening to me and he'll for sure talk to you and tell mm. you what he's doing he's not doing it 
because he wants you in pain. He's doing it for a purpose because you have a purpose in him. Mm -hmm. And by him putting you through it, it's going to make you stronger and strive to the better things that he has planned for your life. Yes, in Jesus' name. And just lastly, you said, Trini, you kind of tied it in together, but if, if there was something else that someone was uh, hearing, someone that's hearing your voice today that was maybe dealing themselves with an ailment, um, you know, what kind of uh, word of encouragement would you offer them? I know you mentioned, you know, seeking God and, and, and you know, just speaking with them, but what, what else could you, uh, what else could you counsel them, the ones that are hearing your voice today? Um, that... You're not the only one that's gone through this. I've been through it and don't try doing it by yourself and caving yourself in because that way it's never going to work. Mm. You need love and support from others. People are going to support you and be there for you. And to be honest, that will make it so much more easier just to know that how much people actually care for you and want to see you strive in your like ministries and goals in God. Um, and just keep your head up and trust in God in everything you do. Don't shake your fist at him. Be positive in your sad moment. Mm. Keep your head up and just know that God's working in your life. Mm. And he's not doing it for the worse. He's doing it for the better because he knows what he has planned for your life. And... He just wants to see how much you can endure. Mm -hmm. And he's testing the devil, too, to tell the devil that you thought you could have this person by this sickness, by mm -hmm. this, but this is only going to make them stronger for me, not for you. Yeah. Oh, such, such powerful words, such encouraging words, Sister Unique. And, and again, how old are you right now? I'm 16. 16. And this started when you were 14? Is that right? When I was 15. 15, I'm sorry, 15, 15 to 16. And and already to have this knowledge and 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 this wisdom in, in who God is and what God can do, that, that's very powerful. I really want to appreciate you, uh, Sister Unique, for coming on today and sharing uh, the miracle that God, uh, that God has done in your life. And just know that we are praying for you and we're praying for your family there and the ministry uh, of Whittier Church. And thank you, Sister, very much uh, for coming on today. Thank you. I'm honored. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you. All right. As we conclude our, our Miracle Monday for today, my prayer is that you have been blessed by what you have heard. If you're interested in learning more about this podcast, please search for us on Facebook, SoundCloud, and YouTube under I Have Podcast, where you will also find links to all our other social media content. If you would like to be a blessing to, by contributing to this podcast ministry, you could visit our IHAP podcast GoFundMe page where you can leave a donation. Till next time, Lord willing, God bless. <laughs>